Okay, skeptics and believers, today is June 28, 2017, and you are listening to the Dark Skeptic Paranormal Podcast, Episode 3. I'm Dave Smith, and I will be your chauffeur on our cruise through the paranormal tonight. I have to apologize for being a bit slow on getting the new episodes done. Um, One of the things that tends to happen when you, or at least when I, try something new is I tend to underestimate how much work will be required and how much time is required, and I think... Some of the early wrinkles have been ironed out, but with that, it's it's been a little bit slow on getting the episodes out. I'm going to try and still get them done uh, every, every week, and if I'm not able to get them every week, it's going to be at least every other week. On tonight's show, we have Derek from the Malevolent Spirit Paranormal of Ohio. Derek is a paranormal investigator. He's a little bit different than the ones uh, you're normally seeing on TV. Well. Hey, is this Derek? Yes. Hey, Derek, this is Dave Smith with the Dark Skeptic Paranormal Podcast. How are you? Um, awesome. <laughs> why, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? You're a little bit different than some of the uh, paranormal investigators that I've looked at. Yeah, I am. I'm, I would say I, I strive to be different, but not just uh-huh. to do it. But uh, not just to do it, just to be different, but uh, just normally different. But um, a little bit of about me and my background. I, myself and my cousin Jeanette, who's an empath medium, we started Malevolent Spirit Paranormal of Ohio back in the middle of October 2016. And she'd spent many months asking me to, uh, you know, start our own group. And I always just kind of brushed her off and all that other stuff. But uh interesting thing happened, though, was... Uh, if you watch some of my videos, I don't know how much you've watched. I've got a crap load, and you can check it out. Oh there yeah, on I've, been, I've been looking at your your channel on on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I, I barely post anything on on YouTube. Uh, I do a lot of my work on Facebook, so once in a oh, while, okay. I'll throw a video out. I'll throw a video out, or um, and I think recently I just posted a radio interview I was a part of with uh, Spirit Queen. Yeah, Monica I was Spirit looking Queen. at that one. Yeah, and then. When it comes to the Facebook is where I do, I upload all the videos or do random posts and things like that. So once in a while, yeah, YouTube, I, I post. But uh, okay. if, you've, if, you've, if you look at, if anybody out there is listening and, and if you looked at um, the videos like uh, throughout the course of this year, there's Raven, there's uh, friends of mine own Raven book from Springfield, Ohio, Dave and Melissa. Uh-huh. And... For like the longest time, okay, from like 2015, 2016, they always talked about their bookstore being haunted, mm-hmm. aka uh, books falling out off the shelf for no reason. I'm talking about leaping off the shelf, uh, weird noises, conversations that where there's no one there. And I never witnessed this myself, okay? So they always told me about it. Now, I didn't like dismiss them or thought they were, you know, silly or crazy. I just thought, okay, interesting. I'm hoping to see this too. And that was well, prior to something. prior to your being a paranormal investigator. Yes. Okay. I, well, in a sense of in, yeah, for for full fledged like I'm doing now. Yeah. Because it's always just it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I've went on like different investigations with people, mm-hmm. but nothing anything like where I was part of a team or I, I had my own team. Um, I can talk a little bit more about that here in a second. But. Uh, like I said, my cousin Jeanette was throwing an idea around for many, many months. And I just thought, yeah, we'll get around to it. Maybe one day. Ah. Well, anywho, I go to Raven Books, and it's one of my favorite places to go to here in Springfield. 
And like I said, every time I'm in there, they had something new. I'm like, man, I want to see what your guys are saying. Mm-hmm. A book falling off the shelf, the weird noises, things like that. So one Saturday back, I think it was October 15th, which was a Saturday, and it was around 11-something, Dave had to go to the post office. He had to drop off some stuff. He took off. Morts and I were finishing up a conversation, and I was about to leave. As she's telling me about whatever she's talking about, there's no one in the store. It's dead quiet. She's talking. And then all of a sudden, we hear a book fall. I'm like, and I jokingly said, what, did a book fall? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, nah. Oh, wow. And I followed her, I followed her, and we walked to the back, and there lied the book um, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, face mm-hmm. down, about four or, five, four or five feet away from where it should have been. And let me tell you something, it was supposed to be on the second shelf, and there's no way that by itself it's going to fall that far. So it didn't, it didn't just land in a, a natural sh- position. No. Now, if it laid in a natural position, I wouldn't have said I wouldn't have thought much because I thought, well, maybe someone's looking at it earlier mm-hmm. and didn't like put it back all the way. But it was like noticeable. Matter of fact, it was so noticeable that when Dave actually walked by it, um, or I should say, walked by that spot, so he would have noticed it. And let me also say that they're the type of um, people that at night, this is what they told me. At night, what they do is before they leave, before they lock up, they do a quick look around their uh, building mm-hmm. and they make sure nothing's on the ground because the next morning they have to unlock the doors from the front, walk in the dark to go all the way to back to the breakers and turn everything on. So they don't want to oh, stumble wow. on a book. Yeah. So they do inventory at night, the, the, the quick little look around, make sure nothing's on the floor. The next morning they end up finding books on the ground. So a lot of stuff happens overnight. So, once again, they're they're very clean. They they make sure everything's up. And so Dave would have noticed that book if it was just laying there, you know, before all that. But we, yeah. I heard the noise myself. I heard the noise myself. And mind you, I've heard many stories from them. I didn't dismiss them. I just thought, man, I'd love to see this. So I called my cousin and I said, look, we got to start our own group. And she's like, finally, Derek, you, you know, you're <laughs> on board. Finally. Um, and I said, I said, dude, I called her dude. I'm like, dude, you know, uh, there's a book that fell, dude. And she's like, and then, you know, and she's like, okay. She was a little skeptic too. She's like, yeah, okay, yeah. that sounds a little too dramatic. And I was like, I'm like, dude, brother, dude. I was like, macho man, Randy Savage, brother, <laughs> you know, I'm like the book fell brother, dude. And, um, so basically what I did was I said, listen, I'll take care of everything. I'll start the Facebook page, the Twitter. We'll record everything off my camera. Just bring your PSP 7 next weekend, and we'll take care of this. And uh-huh. so that's what we did. We, we we just did a lot of investigations there. And, uh, you know, and I would just record her, and and she would do her thing. So we got a lot of recordings from there. We dealt mm-hmm. with a very nasty entity that was there. But now the place is just... I would like to call like a bus station now of spirits, like spirits come and go. Cause I catch all of sorts activity. of crazy stuff when I'm there. Huh? A lot of activity. Yeah. It's a lot of activity. Uh, and, and, and still, still to this day, they still have that experience where, um, books falling and things like that. And I got mm-hmm. to see it again. They, I mean, I got to see it again back in, I think it was December and the same scenario. We, Melissa and I were just talking a mm-hmm. book for no reason falls. Right. And I'm like, no way. I just stopped recording. I followed oh. her, and then I turn on the camera. Look at this. I turn on the camera, recorded her. As I'm recording her, and for some reason, I didn't have the urge to turn to my right except for my face. A book falls right in front of me, 
for no reason. And I didn't get it on camera. I'm like, darn oh, it. Wow. Um, we have a skeptic. There's a skeptic that comes up. He's good friends with the owners. Good mm-hmm. friends. Skeptic. He's the type that if you come in there with your equipment, he thinks you're a joke. Mm-hmm. Until one day, just a few months ago, I was in there for a few minutes. I said, okay, I got to go. Time I got back home, which is about 10 minutes later, I already got a message on Facebook from Dave that said, you know what? Guess what happened? I'm like, what? He said a book leaked off the shelf in front of uh, their friend. Oh, wow. And now he's a believer today. Now he's a believer today. Well, that's a good skeptic, though. A good a good skeptic's yeah. going to believe what, what's put in front of them, regardless. Right. Totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, totally how would you – how would, would you describe um, before – before the the initial incident, the, the the initial book that you saw fall down, how would you describe your level of skepticism, believer? Where did where did you sit in that uh, spectrum? Okay, that's a great question. I um, honestly, my background from I'm, I'll be thirty six next month, so mm-hmm. take nineteen years, pretty much nineteen years. I was a devout Christian. Mm-hmm. Basically, my mindset my 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 mindset used to be where if the, if you saw it like if you saw a ghost or you try to contact a dead, I believe that one time that it was just nothing but a demon impersonation. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really you know Uncle Joe or whatever. It was a demon impersonation, and so you can think traditionalism for for that in regards mm-hmm. to me. But I've always though at the same time, even though even though I have my beliefs, I still had my you know closet open mindedness in a sense mm-hmm. where I'm going, well, you know, this kind of makes sense, and that kind of makes sense. So, mm-hmm. mind you, when, before all this, I believe hauntings and ghosts are like that, but I had a very narrow-minded view by saying yeah. that it's demon impersonations. So, when I, when the book fell, it didn't change my religion or anything, or didn't, it just, to me, I was like, well, it must be a demon, and we'll get rid of it. Yeah. Now, during the course, though, I will say this, for from October to about February or so, I still kind of held on to some Christian beliefs mm-hmm. where it's like Jesus only, you know, only source. I don't need any of this. Everything's demons. But honestly, so many things have changed during my investigation. And on top of that, I had other things prior to starting Malevolent Spirit Paranormal with my cousin where I was starting to, be, starting to doubt religion, doubt Christianity, I should say. Uh-huh. Um and mind you, for the Christians that are listening, I'm not I'm not here to like you know um, be negative or critical and say you know um, and, and bash you guys. There's a lot of people who are on their own journey. Some are they believe in Jesus, but they're open minded. But but what I'm mm-hmm. talking about, what I'm not a fan of, is the strict fundamentalism or Absolutely. the narrow mindedness. That, that's what I'm not a fan of. And I used to be that, by the way. So like I'm speaking from that perspective. I want to mm-hmm. make it clear to the audience that I'm not trying to uh, knock anyone who happens to believe in Jesus, but are open-minded. And I did yeah. go in it with more op- with some open-mindedness, but as I did more investigations, it, I think it really was the icing on the cake, and it made me realize so much. And on top of that, um, man, it just it just hit all, just that one day it just hit me, I'm like, man, and now I'm, I consider myself a pagan, or, and I say it in a very general sense, so uh. uh, basically, you know, I mean, I've got different beliefs, but, you know, I'm still developing it. I would call it my rookie year in paganism. Now, that doesn't yeah, mean, yeah. How, can I, how can I put it? I, I don't want to, I don't want, 
it's kind of hard to put me in a, a category because I'm still developing. I love Norse mythology. Oh, now, yeah, I yeah. can't prove Norse. I can't like prove an, Norse mythology. Are you, are you an Odinist? I, I love say? Odin. I love Odin. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say fully an Odinist because it seems very monotheistic, and I respect yeah. Odinist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love Odin. He, mm-hmm. he, I call. I say. I say we got a bromance because if you watch <laughs> my playlist, I have a playlist called Odin. I catch Odin all the time, and uh-huh. let, and there's a funny story about that. Funny story about that. Now, all my life, my parents and my family said, "Oh, you're German and Irish." Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I took a DNA test from Ancestry.com. And about five weeks later, I got the results at 11 o'clock at night, and I about pooped my pants. It said I was 45% Scandinavian. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> you know, I was, I was thinking I was supposed to be German and Irish. Uh-huh. Now, second place was thir- second place, 31% Irish, so that was fine. There you go. Uh, and then another, another surprise to me was 11% Italian and Greek. And I thought, hey, how oh, you wow. doing, huh? <laughs> no wonder where I get the, you know, yeah, yeah. You know the, the Italian. So. But before, and I looked, and what was cool about Ancestry.com is they tell you who you are in a sense of history. And so I scrolled down, and mm-hmm. guess what it said? Vikings. I'm like, I'm a Viking? And oh, my, wow. And I said, my family's, I said, what, my ancestor is a bunch of Odin worshippers? <laughs> and so I didn't really think so much it's in your blood. of it. I didn't like, in, I just didn't instantly go, oh, hell, Odin. Or, you know, I just thought, okay, interesting, Odin. Mm-hmm. Well, as time went on, and I started studying, because I wanted to know my roots, and I started studying. Mm-hmm. And one day I was drinking a beer, literally, I was drinking a beer in my kitchen, and I, and I turned on the PSP7, and I said, who's with me tonight? Like I do any other time. Mm-hmm. And I got Odin, and, and I heard the name Odin, I thought, oh, okay, good one, Odin, yeah, like the Odin, yeah. And then it became a theme where, whether I'm at Raven Books or the Witch's Tower or mm-hmm. many other places, I'd get Odin, and I would get it, – it, 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 it's a long-running thing. It's like we got a bromance. Yeah, like it's meant to Lately, be. Lately I've been getting – yeah, and then lately, you know, lately I just I feel like a lot of my ancestors, when I contact the spirits, there's a lot of um, Nordic people, mm. and uh, I'm also fascinated with Native American history. I live in Ohio here, where yeah. there's a lot of Native American history. I did I just recently did some mounds, mm-hmm. two mounds over the weekend in Columbus. Caught a lot of great stuff there. So I'm very intrigued with um, Norse mythology. Um, I would say Norse mythology. Egyptian, I love you know studying that, um, and mm-hmm. I would say Native American, but I don't know why I am exactly, but I would say cl- closer to Norse, a Norse pagan, I guess yeah. if you would call it, you know, but, yeah. But you can you can <laughs> you can have interest in a religion without being part of that religion. I'm I'm not religious myself. Right. I'm I'm more agnostic, but I have I have huge interest in the Catholic Church. It's I mean, right. The stuff that you see the the art that came out the books that were written what what they haven't shown the world everything it's fascinating it can it can be soul and separate you know you you can be interested in something without being part of that religion sure sure yeah. totally agree mm-hmm. totally agree mm-hmm. and as far as uh as far as your investigations how do you think uh, your being being a pagan or or open to these religion how does that how do you think your investigations would be different than someone who is a Christian per se? Well, I've actually got to experience both ends mm-hmm. because when you go in, well, I can't really speak for all Christians, but yeah. I'll speak for my, my version of Christianity was basically, if it ain't Jesus, it's, it's basically, if it ain't Jesus, it's of the devil. Mm-hmm. And sadly, and not to this, your Catholic love there, but, <laughs> but you know, from Catholicism and, you know, just Protestantism, uh, Reformation, all that stuff, they basically, you understand the history of Rome, uh, Roman Catholic Church, mm-hmm. it goes back to where 
Once they got control, because you understand a church was a persecuted church, now they became the persecutor after 313 with Constantine yeah. Edict of Milan. And from there, it's just they abused the power. And I'm not, listen, it doesn't mean that all Catholics are bad or all Christians are bad. Just simply the system itself produced a lot of bad popes and then just changed a lot of things. And pagans. Well, that, that's probably um, due more now, to anyone in power, it seems, rather than just the yeah, religion. Anyone, anyone who has yeah, power definitely. becomes kind of mad with it. Yeah, definitely. And, and the sad thing is, though, you would you, you shouldn't have expected that from Christianity, a.k.a. Catholicism, mm-hmm. because of the writings of Jesus. You would yeah, think absolutely. they'd be more mellow and they'd be more loving, but unfortunately it wasn't like that. Now, yeah. there were some good ones out there, of course, but, you know, once again, it gets overshadowed with the dark side of Catholicism mm-hmm. and, and various functions of Christianity. Um, so, um, so the changes occurs is from ancestor worship to gods and goddesses that were once revered are, have now become demons and fallen angels because mm-hmm. the Roman Catholic dominated, the, the system dominated. One, he brings it up to the present day. My beliefs was basically the same thing. If it ain't Jesus, then it's just bullcrap. Well, anywho, so I would go into it where if I battled a, a demon and, and I try to get rid of an, what you call an evil spirit or a demon, I would just uh, pray it away. You know, I would just, I don't have to sit here and do all these rituals. I, I believe that if you, if you want to get rid of a demon, you just bleed the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, and it worked for me. Mm-hmm. Well, now, interestingly, not being a Christian no more, I haven't encountered really any evil demons or anything. And, and I, I'm starting to look at the whole demon thing because the concept of Satan and demons come from Christians. And and here's another yeah. thing: demons, in its in its original form, has nothing to do with the demons we know today. Demons comes from the Greek, which basically means in, inspired. If you're writing a book, I'd say you got a demon because you're inspired or mm-hmm. you got ancestor power over you. So you see how meanings changes. You know, same yeah. thing with Yule and all the Christmas stuff becomes Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Easter, when it belonged to the Babylons, Babylonians, now it becomes Easter. Now it's for Jesus and Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. So it's that domination mentality. And I let me let me be let me be. Uh, kind of throw some points to uh, kind of, I don't want to say prop up Catholicism, but let me give them some, um, some props here in the okay. fourth century, in the fourth century or so, fourth, fifth century, they do syncretism, which they're trying to combine two different opposing views and, and combine it to one. So their heart was, I like to think in the right place by trying to combine pagan elements. So there's familiarity with pagans becoming Catholics. Okay. So mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to keep certain customs and they're trying to like, you know, be nice, I guess, but the problem is some are going to abuse that power. We've seen that through any cases. Yes. Uh, you know, so my whole point is that it gets to the point where it might have worked there for a minute, but then when power continues to uh, grow in people's minds, well, it becomes now you got to be Catholic or else, or you, you can't be doing this or else, and, and that's sad. And things have changed, obviously, since mm-hmm. then uh, with our world. But... Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just not a, a a fan of dominate something, take over a culture, and redefine the terms and act like it's always been that way. Yeah, and so you know that that's why I'm not a fan of. Even though you, your intent at first might have been good, but in the long run it just makes it look kind of bad. And and hopefully we'll we'll grow from all that and we'll find a way to um, somehow get to, everybody get together and finally oh, understand. You know what I'm saying? So I'm all yeah. for about unity and. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take some time, I guess. <laughs> oh, hopefully in time. But I was, I was just wondering because spirits and uh, 
spiritualism it's, it's been around it predates religion it was always no matter what culture you look at there's always some form of um spiritualism or interest in the spirits right. and they've always had their ways of dealing they may not have called them demons but they've had evil spirits just about any culture you sure. see in the in the world so uh most of the stuff that we're exposed to um at least in north america here is you know almost from a christian point of view this is a demon you know if you look at a uh like i i read some of ed and lorraine warren's books and that's heavily catholic and like i said while i'm right. not while i'm not a christian i it's it's fascinating but um sure, sure. We're, we're not really exposed to the other the other ways of dealing with this that's why i kind of find what you're doing is is pretty uh pretty fascinating see my 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 approach i know you've seen the difference in me a little because i have a personality mm. i love to do impressions yeah. i love to I don't have this preconceived ideas going into a situation. Now, I, I was asked before, is this religion play a key role in going to investigations? Well, I think it does because, like you just said, the the, Lauren, the, the Warrens, mm -hmm. um, they went into it from a Catholic perspective. Matter of fact, yes. I think they're like they were ordained by the Catholic Church to do what they did. Oh yeah, um, they were they had they had approval, is mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So they're going to go through it with a Catholic mindset. Now, here's the interesting thought. Now. If Jesus is all powerful and Jesus and, and Jesus is all you need, then why is it that maybe those who have a, a, a an evil spirit or demon, if you will, depends on what term you want to use? How come Native American shamans uh, or those who practice Native American beliefs can get rid of evil spirits with sage and exactly. certain chants? Exactly. What a, what, you know, what a, you know, and I can go on and on about different religions. My point is, it's 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 amazing the perspective that you come in with. And now I I used to think. I used to think, well, they didn't really get rid of that 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 demon, or that they didn't get get rid of that evil spirit because they're not Christians. That's how my mind was. <laughs> because the Christians, only Christians can get rid of. That's my mindset. They well, didn't do it the right once way. Once I started, that's what I'm saying. That, and then when I started seeing other people do it, and I see myself, and I say to myself, wait a second here, because I thought about the scripture in the Bible that talks about that that Satan can't cast out Satan. Mm -hmm. Jesus said that himself. Well, if if you're if you're not Christian, that means you're of the world and for the world that you belong to Satan until you get saved by Jesus Christ. <laughs> and if that's the case, then these Native American shamans and these people mm -hmm. that are interested in Wicca and all these other things, if they're getting rid of evil spirits, that's Satan casting out Satan. Well, interestingly so either enough, a, interestingly enough, tomorrow night I'm going to be interviewing a Native American from that perspective. Awesome. So that that show hopefully will be up the next day. I love to hear it. I'd oh, love yeah. to hear it. Oh, me too. I'm interested. I'm pumped. Uh, have you? I, I think. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I think that we should hear more from the Native Americans. Absolutely, we should hear more of it from the shamans and those who, or mm -hmm. just those who know the history truly. I'm mm -hmm. friends with you know I I love Ohio and we have a lot of Native American artifacts and and uh, locations where, for example, the Dina, the Adina, 1000 BC. Mm -hmm. I was at a mound that's possibly going back to 1000 BC. Oh wow! I mean, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, and and then others was like like 400 BC, and I thought this is great. Mm -hmm. And and I'm wanting to know more of their lifestyle, their culture, because mind you, they're across the seas, the Middle East was no clue about Daniel or David and Daniel and Jesus and everybody else. Uh huh. They had no clue, so they had their own life. 
Exactly. They didn't, know, they didn't understand monotheism. They didn't sit around and, and hang out around the mound or, or what they were doing and go, oh, by the way, I just had this dream that there's a, there's a guy named Yahweh who mm-hmm. is from a tiny little country called Israel. My whole thing is they're, they're focused on their gods and their yeah. beliefs, unless you had some missionary that traveled somehow, but we don't have any artifacts or any history to prove that, that we have missionaries coming over here during, you know, 400 BC, or even when after, well, let's take this after Jesus' resurrection, we find that Paul went all over the place in Rome, mm-hmm. and, but we don't find anything else beyond that in regards of going to America, preaching the gospel to the, exactly. to the Mayans in Mexico. And, and yet all these other cultures, Medina, you know, all these other cultures still had, what's that? Uh, all these other cultures still had, um, or religions, however you want to look at it, they still had their concepts of, of morality and, adultery and murder and sure. all these things it, it wasn't that stuff didn't come around after the bible that stuff being taboo or wrong that that the taboo right. exists in the cultures as well right so when when you do your investigations um do you usually are you contacted or do you find stuff that interests you to investigate or how do you, how do you pick something to investigate Oh, I'm a, I'm a wild one. I do stuff, whether I'm at my house, mm-hmm. um, I look at places that no one wants to talk, that maybe no one talks about, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of have to, you know, honestly, we, we live in a time where, uh, if you want a good spot, like Bob Mackey, you got to pay. If you want yeah, to go to exactly. Mansfield Reformatory, you got to pay. Well, I don't want to pay all this money out when I can, you know, I can go somewhere else and kind of do it for free. Now I've been to Bob Mackey. That was a blast. I'm good friends with the people mm-hmm. who run it. And as a matter of fact, one of them is going to be doing something big for me. And, you know, I actually got a big surprise coming up in July that's going to blow people's minds. And nice. I'm, I, I got to keep it a secret. I got to keep it a that, secret. That's, you all, know, right. that's all right. That's all right. I'm willing to share it on radio shows. Uh, but I'll announce it sometime in July. I actually got confirmation today about it. Okay. But I need – okay, I got confirmation. So so I'm excited. But at the same time, I, uh, I can't say anything at the moment because there's still a little bit of a process. But mm-hmm. once that process is – which will be shortly – you guys gonna blow your minds. It's it's gonna be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you that. Can't it's wait. So cool. So so it's it's actually gonna be some pretty big news. Even Wikipedia would have to put my name <laughs> up in that page. That's all I got. I'm honest, have to honest, update. It's that big. So um so I like I said I I, I got confirmation today, but it's it's contingent. Now so, what? Uh, uh, was it something so, you were looking at? I, I, I can't give a hint. I I, I, <laughs> I can't even get a hint because I don't want to. I just want to be careful. Uh, until I see it, okay, until everything's signed and all that, it, you know, I, I'm I'm excited. So I'll be more happy to talk more about it if you ever have me on the same July and you and I and you see that. Yeah, so I might have to. to uh, I might have to mark my calendar so we can do that. Yeah, it, keep you know at least keep somewhere. I would say by the middle of July to Perfect. late July, uh, open a little bit because it's, it's seriously it's going to be big because uh-huh. every episode I'm every episode that I'm on, whether it be with you or somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share it on my end, and I usually when I when I promote, I usually get between fifteen hundred to five thousand views, depending on how much it gets shared. Oh, a perfect. lot of my videos that I share, I, I do get quite a bit of hits. So I think mm-hmm. the fans out there and the viewers out there for supporting me. Um, it goes back to my investigations. I'm very creative. I, you know, I've been to Bob Mackey's. I've been to places where uh, I've had people call me. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. had where I called them. <laughs> you yeah. know, you got to be the aggressor, and, 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 and in some cases, they'll call you. But mm-hmm. um, I look at stories. I, I go in Ohio called Forgotten Ohio, and I look at all the 
myths and legends and anything out there, and I go investigate it. Yeah, the local and, legends are um, the best. Yeah, and I just want to basically – I look at this way, guys. I look at this way. You never know what gold mine you're going to find, and your gold mine could be mm. literally that small little cemetery that no one knows about. Oh, yeah. Or it could be that house that no one has ever heard about, and you can put it on the map if you catch some really great stuff. Yeah. And um, my mom's house, for example, I, I have a video called 52 and a half years of marriage but died on the same day. My mom mm -hmm. bought a house from a couple, well, I'm sorry, from, well, they end up being part of the family, but the couple died on the same day. They were married for 52 and a half years. They both died on the same day. The husband died oh, at wow. 10 o'clock in the morning. The, the wife died at 6.23 p.m. at the Mansfield Hospital back in 2001, oh, wow. I think it was. Well, they bought the house about my, my mom and, and uh, boyfriend, a longtime fiancé of seven years now, bought it back about six years ago. And uh, they've, you know, I finally got to investigate her this year, and Amy Allen from Dead Files retweeted it out because she liked it, and I thought, I'm humbled. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because it's got a lot of great stuff, a lot of great EVPs. Once yeah. again, I didn't think I was gonna. I didn't think I was gonna catch a, a, a gold mine there, where Amy mm -hmm. Allen herself shared it. I was very, very humbled. Um, yeah, I've caught great stuff here at the house. I mean, you never know. I, I'm, I'm to the point now after uh, since October until now that when I use the uh, voice box, I use a PSP seven, and I also do a hack Memorex radio. Uh -huh. And um, I also, I also love the Polish app done by Thomas Toller from ITC out of Dayton. Okay, I've never heard um, of that one. Yeah, he's a, he's, he makes these apps, and he really strives to produce good apps. And I love his Polish, his reverse Polish app. Mm -hmm. you, if you have an Android, look up Thomas Toller, T-O-L-E-R. Um, he's on my episode one on my Facebook page. Okay. Great guy. So we've done a lot. We did a Witch's Tower. The first episode was at the Witch's Tower, which we used his Polish app. And he brought his whole system. He had these different speakers. It was funny. People were jogging. And they're like, hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and I told him I was <laughs> – I told some guy that we were measuring radio frequency. <laughs> oh. Checking <laughs> for radiation. We're trying to chase – yeah, well, I didn't want to say that we're chasing ghosts. You know, yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we just – we're, we're doing stuff for Google, you know. So, yeah. Um, and, he, you know, he bought it, I guess. But, you know, I just I – just, we continue what we're doing. We caught some great stuff that morning. We did mm -hmm. it in the morning. I believe in doing stuff at any time. I'm not a stereotype where you have to do things at night. I do stuff in the morning because yeah. I think if it's going to be active at night, it should be active during the day. My mm -hmm. best stuff has come via early in the morning, um, afternoon, best stuff outside. George Rogers Clark State Park, Native American history there, Grand, uh, uh, not Grand Ledge, sorry. Uh, Clifton Gorge, John mm -hmm. Bryan State Park in Yellow Springs, Ohio. I call a lot of stuff in, in these in these parks where wars have happened, battles have happened. Native Americans mm -hmm. lived and battled there. I call a lot of great stuff. And and my personality is I go into a situation where you know I don't go in there like a cowboy. I go in there, you know, I I do my own ritual. I get myself prepared. I respect people around me. I respect mm -hmm. the spirits. But I have a personality. You and I can joke for couple hours we can talk we can joke we can have fun yeah. i just don't see how in the world when someone dies they become stiffly stiffersons on the other side <laughs> or, or just you know evil right, off the, uh, right off the bat you know what i'm saying you know, yeah. they have a personality and that's uh -huh. why when you if you really study my stuff and you listen to the evps they'd be like hey derek you know or hey you know they're they, they they're excited they have a personality they're not dry boring and monotone no they're, they're very casual the, with the, you 
Yeah, because I'm casual with them, and yeah. I have a lot of medium empaths tell me that I'm a light to the to the spirits. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm fun to drink with. I'll drink a beer with you. <laughs> you know, I'm fun. I, I do 30 different impressions. I can go on and on. I play bass. Yeah. I'm a laid back guy. But when I go into a situation, uh, investigation, I, you know, I, they talk to me. They, you know, and I get pretty much what I need, and they're fun, and yeah. I crack up with them. It's like it's like we're old friends. You know, <laughs> like hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Tony? How you doing, huh? So that, you know, that's how it is. So that's why uh-huh. I, I saw somewhere that you said that when you go into these investigations, you're not afraid. You're just I'm laid not back. Because, because, because the thing about it is, I don't get why we should be afraid of so-called demons or evil spirits. I don't believe evil spirits are bigger than gods. If mm-hmm. you serve a god or goddess, you know, they sh- these evil spirits shouldn't be bigger than your god or goddess. You think no. Odin... You think me, my bromance with Odin, you think I, in Thor and Loki, do you think that I'm worried about some evil spirit? To do what? I've got Odin, <laughs> Thor, and Loki. That's right. Come on now. Thor. Come on. Marvel Thor. Yeah. He's got his hammer. He I fought mean, the Avengers. Odin, yeah, you got Avengers with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, or even, okay, put it more today's terms where, you know, they keep it, keep it Christian-y. Jesus. If you mm-hmm. really believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, and I did at one time. Mm-hmm. Why in the world should I be scared of demons, evil spirits, if you got Jesus, who paid the price for all the mankind? Exactly. Now, to say that the evil spirits are stronger, then they should be running amok right now, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Now, they do run amok in certain locations, but they do not run amok overall. Henceforth, they are subjected to a higher power. Mm-hmm. So if you have a good relationship with your god or goddess or whatever you believe in. And that's what works for you. I, I'm looking forward to your Native American interview tomorrow because I bet you he has his own beliefs and it's he's a, satisfied with it. And he's, it's a and few he's ladies, confident. I believe. It's a few ladies? A few ladies, well, Native American. Great. And yeah, it's going to be completely 100% different perspective than I'm, than I'm used to. I, I can't wait. I'm pumped because they probably have gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. And I bet you they have great experiences mm-hmm. of dealing with entities that mm-hmm. are that are just evil or, or malevolent and they were able to take care of it they'll probably talk about saging and all that um once again you got to be confident if mm-hmm. the ufc in ufc i don't know if you watch ufc yeah here and but there do you think that these guys they train hard for months for one person they train hard to go in there and say, I'm scared of this guy? No, they're training to whoop the opponents behind. Yeah. Okay. So if they all went there scared, it'd be a horrible fight. But they go oh, in there yeah. believing they're going to win. You, me, anybody else, we go in to win it. We're going to be respectful. We're going to make sure we're not cowboying it. We're going in there. We're going to lay the smack down if needed to be laid down. And, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing to brag about. It's nothing to be, you know, high minded about. It's just you've got to be confident. You're going to find some people that are not confident, and they're going to try to push their beliefs on you. Well, you need a sage before you mm-hmm. walk, and you got to do 20 jumping jacks. Oh, you need a crystal, because if you don't have a crystal, those spirits will get you. <laughs> then you need you need to kiss the sky. You need to say this prayer. Well, if that works for you, great. I'm not here to judge. Mm-hmm. But step aside, because now, now, if I, now if I went on something and it didn't work, if something didn't work, guess what I'll do? I'll reevaluate my plan, yeah. and I'll make sure I'll find something that works. So each and every time I go into a situation, I come out victorious. Now, do, do the other members of your team share your uh, confidence? Yes, oh, and that's why I have my team. 
I have Brandy, who's an empath medium. Mm-hmm. She has been an empath medium. Same thing with my cousin Jeanette, an empath medium all their lives. It's one of those cases where it's, they're, they're born with it, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And they've had their own experiences. They'd be more happy to come on your show if you ever want them. Absolutely. Um, now, they're part-timers because I'm... I'm the busy one. I'm the I'm the guy with the camera. I'm the guy with the with most equipment. I'm the guy who does the editing. I'm the tech savvy guy. Well, yeah. they're not so tech savvy. But here's the thing: when I have them, and when we do get together, I re- I love running the camera, and I love them. You know, tell me what you feel. Tell me mm-hmm. what's going on. And they use the equipment. We've caught some great stuff. I wish we can get together more. Oh yeah, but we live in different locations. So I'm the I'm the type dude, I'm the type of person that I get an idea, I just get my car and go. Yeah, I don't wait on you know what I'm saying, and I just go film it. And mm-hmm. if I catch it, I catch it. If I don't, if I don't, or I just turn on the sport, spirit box and see if anybody's at the house because I get spirits come and visit me all the time. And and recently I've been drinking some Jack. <laughs> Sorry yeah. for promoting. Uh, that's uh, all right. Uh, that's uh, right. Uh, adult, adult, adult beverages, but make sure you're 21. Um, that's right, kids. But yeah, you know, I've been drinking. I was, I was celebrating. But you know, and I said, and I wanted to be distinct. I want to say, what am I holding here? What am I drinking here? So that you can hear the intelligent response, because if you live in an area where you're using a PSB seven or a hacked radio, you might get a lot of radio bleed through because of the high, the high area of radio stations like Columbus, Ohio, for mm-hmm. example. Well, I want to say. Who am I wearing? I wear Thor. So yeah. if I get Thor, now you don't hear Thor on the radio unless the movie's being promoted. Okay, another case, I hold that that the whiskey up. I've got whiskey. I've got Jack. I've got beer. So I try to do things that are relevant to that's different. Here's the funny one. You guys, you guys are going to laugh. Okay. When I was at Bob Mackey's, guess what I used? I first met Laura. She, she one of the ladies that run Bob Mackey when it comes to the paranormal department. Now, she's one of those bleeding skeptics. Well, yeah. anywho, I pulled out a Wham CD. Oh. Yes, Wham. George Michael <laughs> Wham. And I said, if I can get a spirit to name drop Wham, would you be more of a believer? And she goes, yes. So later on in the investigation, she goes, well, you want to go up to Carl's apartment? Now, if you guys remember Carl, Carl was on Ghost Adventures once. And then when Ghost Adventures came back, he passed away at the mm-hmm. age of 53, and but he lived on the property, so he lived upstairs. Well, I went to his apartment. I did catch Carl. I have it on video. It's all on Facebook. I said, hey, Carl, who is this? I kid you not. Within seconds, he says, wham. And I was like, oh, man, dude, no way. Uh, George wham. Michael fan. I was loud. He's oh, that's perfect. When I think of Slayer, when uh, I think of Slayer and Ronnie James Dio, you oh, think of yeah. wham. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're metal gods. Oh, Wham's metal gods, brother. Oh yeah. So he said Wham, mm-hmm. and then I showed the Lord. And I had a great experience about Mackie. But I try to bring things with me that's so funny that you're going to go really, whether it be a Wham CD or the Dancing Grannies VHS tape. <laughs> oh you know, my god! It, it doesn't. You know, I want to have stuff that you can't. If you're doubting. Uh-huh. But you hear a voice say "Dancing Grannies" or "Wham," you're gonna you be a believer it. because it's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> because it's so different. Because you could be in a you could be in an area with all this radio, mm-hmm. and you can say who's here, and you might get four names, but it might be from radio. Mm-hmm. But if you say who's okay, if anybody's here, can you name the CD? And they say "Wham," different story. What am I listening different to? Story. Raining blood. Raining blood, a dead, a dead skin mask, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. A little bit of Ed Gein, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Outstanding. What what investigations would you like to do that you haven't done yet? That's not your big news. You, you can keep that one in your pocket. But uh, what what would you like to look at that you haven't had a chance to do yet? You guys are gonna laugh at me, but that's all right. I'm originally from the I'm originally from the Mansfield area, uh-huh. Mansfield, Ohio, where oh, the reformatories yeah. at. Mm-hmm. What's the number one question you think I get? Derek, have you been there? Have you ever been to Mansfield Reformatory? Mm-hmm. My response: Never. I've never been there. I was born and raised in the Mansfield area, and I've never been there. So oh, wow. I guess I would like to go just to say I've been there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, I plan on going to Bob. Well, I like Bob Mackey. I plan mm-hmm. on going back in July, and because uh, I got this thing going on with uh, with with the group there, I got I got a thing going on. So I'm trying to tie in two different things. So that'd be part of a big surprise too. I'm trying to include people that I know, but uh, Bob Mackey, uh, I like to go mm-hmm. to here next month. Um, Mansour Reformatory, actually, as a matter of fact, that was brought up today by my team, Brandy yeah. and Jeanette. They actually sent me the link today on Facebook and said, "Oh, we should do this." Yeah, it, I'm like, it, I love to. I just got to have some time somewhere because everybody's time. No, is it uh, times. is it accessible? Is it something you can set up the tours? Yeah, I mean, you probably, yeah, I think you got to pay some money, and then, yeah, it's always booked, though. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you can just go pay some money, yeah, and then you're there, ta-da. Um, but I have everybody ask me that, and it's funny, and I'm always like, you know, and they're like, no way, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm sorry. I just, yeah. I don't know, everybody else, everybody else in the world, everybody else drives from everywhere in the world to go there. I mm-hmm. live, like, real close, you know, close by. Nope, never been there. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> I was, funny thing is, it, I was at the Bible Museum. I was at the Bible Museum across from this uh, from Mansfield Reformatory. I've been in that uh, Bible Museum a few times, but uh-huh. not the Reformatory. But hopefully soon. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to promote? Anything you got coming up? I know. Well, I know you got the top secret um, one. We can talk. We can. Uh, we can give you a call back. Top in secret July. one. I'm telling you what, man. The top secret one is seriously, I'm not even joking here. It is pretty big because right. it's going to make people go, what? And also it's going to make people go, hmm. And it's also, um, I got so many plans. I got some, I got some, so many plans here for this big surprise that literally it's going to take the help of viewers. But yes, it's a big thing. It's a big deal. Uh-huh. I'm actually going to, it's going to be so big. Yeah. In the sense of what it's for in relation to Wikipedia would have to update it. Um, page and I say that as a hint to show uh, you that it's one of the, it's it's that type of like setting. It's not something personally where oh I'm going to go do a hunt down the street. No, yeah. it's going to be in a sense of it could turn it could turn part of the paranormal history. I would oh, say wow. add to the add to the paranormal history. That's 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 my personal thoughts on it. That it would be it'll go down in paranormal. History, paranormal history, not like the, but not 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 like not like oh my gosh, something huge. Where, it, I mean, let me rephrase this. It's going to be big. Where it'll be a part of paranormal history. It is part of paranormal history now. It involves a, one, a paranormal icon. Something. Uh, you I think, I, think that, I got yeah, an idea. I think I got an idea, but I'm not going to blow it right here. You, should, you, I, you can guess if you like. No. <laughs> No, I, it, it's gonna do. It's gonna do with an icon. It's gonna do with an. 
it, I would say it's iconic. <sighs> I would say it's it's iconic. See, I, I would guess. Icon. I would guess, but I I would kill all my street cred right now. If you if I what? was wrong, I'd kill what. it. That's what I'm, well, you know, just just get in your mind a little bit. Think of iconic and icon, iconic and icon. Oh. I know it's kind of you guys are like, what the heck? But listen, it should be a matter of hopefully. I would hope next week, but you know, honestly, it could be a few weeks. I'm just, I'm just pretty excited. So okay. that's what's going on for July. Bob Perfect. Mackey later on July, hopefully, um, if if it's not booked or anything. Well, they're not going to book it in mm. the mornings for anybody else because I tend to go in the mornings. Um, really, just look for random videos that obviously I do pretty much all the time. They're on Malevolent. If you're on Facebook, go to Malevolent Spirit Paranormal of Ohio. Tap it in the okay. search engine. And Twitter at Malevolent Ohio. If you go to Twitter. I'll put all that on Twitter. the screen as well. Oh, awesome. So this look at that. Check that out. I'm involved with various groups. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of groups. So when I do make a video, I share it with tons of groups and it shares like crazy. So as soon as I get this link to whatever you want me to promote, it'll go to all the groups. So hopefully you get some good stats and get some good, get, get some good listeners that, there you, you go. know, cause I, I think it's great. To, I think it's great that just let them know they're, they're going to be helping I, out a, a brand new, they'll be there from the, from the, from the ground up of the uh, dark skeptic paranormal podcast. I can't wait to have you back in July. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to call you on that. Like, we're going to, we're going to hear something about this, this icon. I'll tell you what, I'll tag you. I'll tell you what, when I release it on Facebook, I'll tag you. Perfect. And then you'll be like, and you'll read it, and, you, and you'll, you'll be like, I, I guarantee you'll probably poop the pants. <laughs> I think well, you'll poop well, your hopefully, pants. Hopefully, in that case, I hope I'm at home. <laughs> You're going to need to make it easier. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just, just don't forget us, little guys. I appreciate you. This, this was all on short notice. And, um, yes, it was. I, I got I to gotta give you. Uh, Thanks for coming on here, helping me out. I was in a little bit of a dry spell. You know, I'm, I'm one of those guys, I always have big aspirations, and then you jump into someone, and it's like, oh, my God, that's a lot more work than I figured. But but I've, oh, yeah. I think I've got everything everything worked out, and I appreciate you coming on. Definitely appreciate you having me on, and uh, looking forward to the July. Outstanding. I'll, I'll give you a call, and we'll have you on again. All right, thank you. All right, thank you for being on. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Once again, that was Derek from Malevolent Spirit Paranormal of Ohio. Check him out on Facebook. Check him out on Twitter. Follow his stuff. He's a funny guy. Uh, aside from his, he has a little bit different view of, of coming at the whole paranormal thing, but he is a funny guy. He's interesting. Um, check out his Facebook page. And this is, once again, Dave Smith from the Dark Skeptic Paranormal Podcast. Episode number three is in the can. I shouldn't do that anymore. I think that's copyright. I can't remember who the guy is that does that on YouTube. So I'm going to stop doing that. But thank you. Okay, now it's, it's gone a little bit past the, the awkward stage. Alright, episode three is in the can.